uctoday.com. Hello and welcome to Out Loud. We all know how important unified communication systems are to organisations around the globe. But how can you be sure that your organisation systems are working as well as they should be? One man who knows is Andre Koonin, who is president for the Americas and Europe at IR Prognosis. IR is a global publicly traded software company who specialise in management and enhancement solutions for unified communication systems, contact centres, payment ecosystems, whether they're in the cloud, hybrid or on-premise. I started by asking, what are the type of efficiency goals that companies should be setting themselves? Have a listen. Excellent, excellent question. And I think I want to take a step back here. You know, when you look at operational maturity, right, it's not just a topic for unified communication and contact center. Um, it's, it, it's a topic overall for IT. But in UC and contact center, what's interesting, right, the user experience is only as strong as the weakest link. And, and the manifestation of any operational issues becomes very visible, you know, for the users of the system, right? So, so, so that's the reason, you know, unified communication and contact center operational maturity is a, is a main topic for many large organizations, uh, you know, with the goal to have UC and CC support digital transformation, which is a top CIO level initiative, but that obviously only adds value if you have a user experience supported by a mature operations behind it. Uh, and, is, and is that because, is that because the, uh, from, from a user perspective, from, a, from an end user experience, is that because the, the, the UC systems or the contact center systems that they might be using tend to be the, the critical business application that they're operating in their day-to-day role? Yes, I think it's twofold. I mean, A, UC and contact center is very mission critical, right? If a contact center is down, companies lose money. Um, so, so the mission criticalness is, is obviously uh, one of the elements. So, you know, as I mentioned before, obviously, for unified communication is very mission critical. But the other element is, and that's the reason operation maturity, you know, becomes so important and, and visible is, you know, you mentioned email. So let's say I send you an email and you don't get this email within 20 seconds, but it takes two minutes. Business goes on and, you know, even if there might have been a slight service level, you know, uh, challenge, you know, it's not impacting the business. But if we are on this, on this podcast, right, and we have cheater latency or packet loss on the systems, you can't hear me well anymore, and it becomes actually immediately business impacting. So the nature, the real-time nature of unified communication and contact center, right, makes this, uh, uh, makes operational maturity uh, uh, so much more uh, important and visible. And, and let me assure you, Andre, I have had those experiences in the past on podcasts, so I can, I can fully appreciate how important that is. Yeah, I can imagine. So we've established that the the, the performance level uh, of, of UC systems is, is obviously critical to businesses. And, and as you said, there's a, there's a lot less flexibility there in terms of problems or issues as there might be with other systems. So are the, are the UC operational efficiency goals that businesses should be setting all around the amount of potential downtime or latency or packet loss or, or some of those things you just mentioned? Yes, yeah, so I think, you know, in the end of the day, right, it, it's all about meeting the service levels, you know, either that an enterprise has towards their business unit or that a managed service 
or cloud provider has towards their their customers. And you know, operation maturity has been around for a long time, and IT operation has been along uh, around for a long time. But you know, thinking about it, after 40 years of IT, right, most people, especially in unified communication contact center space, are more reactive than proactive. And why is that? It's because the influx of technology is faster and people can take a handle of it, right? The complexity of the systems, you know, is, 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 is so vast, right? You have your headset, you have your desktop, you have your wireless LAN, you have your gateways, you have your uh, SPCs, your zip trunks, et cetera, and so forth. There's so many individual pieces that need to work together. And, and as we know, um, you know, complexity grows exponentially with the number of systems that need to be interconnected and work, which kind of goes back to my previous comments, right? The experience for the customer is only as strong as, as the weakest link. So I, I think, you know, those are some of the, the challenges. And, and I guess where company, what companies need help with is to simplify that complexity so that not just the top-level system engineer can maybe look in solving a problem, but your operation staff is actually empowered to take proactive measures and, you know, drive, uh, drive SLAs and, and make sure those are met. And with that, you know, improve the operational maturity. Well, you make a really good point there in terms of the, the complexity incre increasing sort of as, as technology increases. And if we, if we look at Contact Center, for an example, recently there's been massive developments in the amount of in omni-channel communication into you know it's not just phone calls anymore it's it's text it's web chat it's social media whatever that might be and all of those things increase the level of complexity so how, how can you simplify those those processes that you were talking about before so that you know an organization has so that an organization better understands the the efficiency goals and, and can better address those to, to improve that service for end users? Yes, yeah, so, so I guess, you know, I kind of hear two questions here, but one is, you know, how how can we simplify complexity, so to speak, right? That to make to make the system more manageable, right? And then that's really about, you know, when we speak about the end-to-end -end experience, having visibility into different elements of, the, of, that, of that experience. So that means on one end, really having visibility in the whole unified communication contact center ecosystem. But then also what's extremely important, especially, you know, with, uh, with, with cloud movement, but also with, you know, obviously SIP uh, trunk providers, et cetera, and so forth being in the mix, being able to simulate or test the user experience, right? So kind of say, hey, if uh, here, here is the ecosystem, let me test the user experience and be able to report back to the business, hey, is your user experience actually good or is it bad? And obviously, if it's not good, then you can start looking into, okay, where, where, is, the root, where is the root cause of this? Could it be in your own system? Could it be your SIP service provider? Is it maybe something on the consumer side, uh, right? That's extremely difficult and challenging that a lot of companies you know, not able to do, and um, by having visibility in those different pieces really helps to, to kind of, you know, in, in situations find the needle in the haystack or at least being able to isolate, hey, is this my issue? Is this something on the service provider end? Is this maybe something on the, on the, on the customer's, you know, uh, side? That visualization that, that you're talking about it depends on the, the data available, doesn't it? from the customer side they need to be able to 
as you said, pull resources from these disparate systems, whether they're in the cloud or they're on-premise or they're a customer system or whatever it might be. From your experience, apart from, as you said, you know, we talked about reactive and proactive how do people d- discover th- the issues with- within their systems? Is it mainly reactive or proactive? Or what- what's the main route that you find that people discover the issues with their with their UC systems, for example? Yeah, no, this this is this is an excellent question, right? Because you know, as I mentioned before, systems are so complex. So typically, what's one element that's very important is you know, let's say we have an issue. We had an issue on Friday. Right on Friday, we might not have been able to isolate the root cause, but we restarted the service and it's working again. But we don't know is this coming up again, right? So, so what we have our customer use is something called forensic analysis, where you can go back in time when the issue actually happened, and have a holistic view of all the different you know IT towers, network, unified communication, contact centers. Uh, the SIP trunks, the SPCs, which is critical if you want to really dissect what happened, because a lot of times when companies don't have the capability and they just look in real time, right? If I look at the system in real time on a, on a Monday morning, uh, it's, it's it's hard to really comprehend what happened on a Friday afternoon when when they had an outage or etc. Right? So that's a really important piece, that forensic analysis piece, to go deep and isolate the root causes, not just restarting a service, but then fixing, you know, the root cause of the, of, the, of that problem. Yeah, as you, as you said, I mean, in real time, I should imagine, using your example of we've got a problem on a Friday afternoon, if I, and I, I have to admit, Andre, I'm not technical at all, but if I was in an IT team, we had a problem, my first priority would be fixing the issue, and you might not necessarily have time, you know, right there and then to... To, to fully find the cause. But as you were saying, in the long run, you really need to be able to. So that forensic analysis where you can go back in time is a really valuable tool, isn't it? Yeah, it's, I, I, we believe it's crucial, right? Because as you said, right, in real time, you can only do so much. Obviously, the real-time capability is very important as well. Uh, but, you know, you might, you know, you might just do what's necessary in the moment to get the business back running and, you know, root cause identification solution, which is then a more longer-term you know, initiative that but then helps you increase your maturity because then those issues uh, don't reoccur. They have to be able to leverage the data from that to, to understand how they're performing. Is that sort of the first layer of being able to... Yeah, so, so, so let me maybe just go a little bit into the operational maturity itself, right? So on a very high level, right? So people who are not operation mature, worst case, they're chaotic. You know, best case, they're reactive. What does reactive mean? Meaning rather than the IT staff being able to tell the business we have a problem, the business calls IT and says, hey, something is not working, right? So that means from the get-go, you're already kind of, you know, behind the curve and, you know, you're kind of in firefighting mode depending how severe the issue is to try to solve this. So so kind of the first thing that companies need to strive for is, okay, have a system in place that lets IT operations know if something is degrading or if something is not working so they can proactively start working on the issue before the business unit lets them know, right? So that's kind of the first stage going from proactive uh, to uh, to a more proactive stage, just identifying the issue. Oh, understood. Okay, so moving from a, 
a sort of reactive environment, as you're saying, with, with IT getting calls from end users saying, "Oh, my my phone's slow," or, or what, or my chat's slow, to a system where they're automatically preempting issues. So, h- how easy is it for for businesses to do that? I'm assuming, you know, historically that's been very difficult, and even now with the advances in technology, that that's not really easy to do. Yeah, so so it, it's it's a good point, and it's not trivial. Um, but it's possible, right? And what you need, you need to kind of have the, this early warning system on two elements. You need to have visibility in your own ecosystem, right? Is my call manager work? Is my LAN work? Is my network working? Are my SPCs working? But you also need to have the visibility from an end user's perspective. You know, does actually the end user uh, experience, is that a positive one or not? Because it could be that the problem that's encountered is not from your own ecosystem, right? It could be your SIP provider. It could be any number of things. So kind of having those two things together, right, is nearly like an equation one to one equals three. And, you know, we have some great examples, right? We have this user experience uh, testing we did for a large uh, technology company. They rolled out globally Skype for business with 42 um, uh, uh, local in-country uh, conference breaches and, and our user experience management uh, uh, capability showed them that actually, you know, they have four in-country lines that were not even working, right? Uh, <laughs> had probably nothing to do with their own ecosystem, probably more with their, uh, you know, local telco providers, but stuff like that, you know, sometimes companies not trivial to find that out. Yeah, no, of course. And, and, and how do you go about... Um... How do you go about testing testing a network like that? From, from uh, I'm assuming there are t- tools that you can use within a network, but also you talked about the end users. So is that directly talking to the end users and and getting feedback on on, on their uh, how they feel that their systems are performing? Yeah, so, you know, our approach is, is more systematic. So rather talking to end users, and, you know, we took, for example, for Skype for Businesses, uh, as you're a Skype for Business user, right, there is that rate my call capability that we take into account to kind of measure uh, user perception versus system, system quality. Uh, but we do that simulating what the end user or the customer would do. So, right, so, for example, let's take this conference call. You, you dialed in, I dialed in, Tim Poindexter dialed in. Uh, if if uh, none of us were able to dial in, right, that would obviously be a problem. What our system does, you know, for example, for some customers, we dial in every five minutes before the hour and a half hour to make sure all the conference bridges are working. And if not, you know, we let IT operations know to, uh, you know, solve the issue as, as a simple example. Okay, understood. So sort of a, a preliminary test of, a real world test of systems before they're, they're actually being used by the end users. Yeah, no, exactly. And, you know, we have another example with, uh, with a large bank where, you know, they did, uh, they did a contact center upgrade and, you know, Monday morning things didn't work, right? So we were asked to come in and help them with, with uh, testing. So we had Prognosis, which is our product in the ecosystems, and we did with our cloud-based, uh, uh, you know, Prognosis testing capability, we, we started launching calls. And funny enough, we were told hey, there's no calls coming in. And we obviously saw it, right? So the service provider on the phone says, hey, you're not generating any calls, but we could prove them that we do generate calls, and eventually the service provider took ownership and they fixed something in their network. But a lot of, you know, operation maturity challenges are because you have a hard time 
to convince the team that needs to take ownership to take ownership. So in this car, in this in this example, we're able to tell the service provider, "Hey, it is your problem." So they couldn't hide anymore, so they had to fix it, right? And and that's the reason I'm sure you're familiar with the term mean time to resolution. How fast does it take to resolve an issue? We like to break this down in one component: MTTC, mean time to convince convince the team that needs to take ownership to solve the issue to agree uh, it, it's their issue. It could be the network team, could be the unified communication team, could be the contact center team, could be the service provider, uh, could be the desktop team, right? So that's where a lot of companies having challenges doing the initial triaging and then, you know, the problem comes in. We are on a voice call. Okay, I'll give it to the voice team. But it might have nothing to do with voice, right? It might be the network or it might be the service provider. And, and because people can't do the initial triaging effectively, that already then starts prolonging the mean time to resolution because it goes from department to department. There might sometimes be, thing, uh, you know, uh, finger pointing, and then what happens next? People are on escalation calls because they can't find the root cause. That, that's really interesting. Actually, um, the, the, the time to convince or to, to attribute it fully is, as you say, is, is a huge part of fixing an issue. You, you need to know where the issue is and who's responsible for it but before you can fix it. So that's really interesting. And, and just finally, Andre, I just wanted to sort of gauge your opinion. From, obviously, the, the vast amount of customers that you deal with and, and the knowledge you have of the industry, how many businesses do you think, firstly, are have reached that sort of operational maturity level and are satisfying their sort of efficiency goals when it comes to their UC platforms? Do, do you think, on the whole... We're underperforming, and we're sort of trying to catch up with the technology. Yes, I think it's a, it's, it's an excellent question, right? I think you know, as I mentioned before, companies are challenged with the influx of new technology, which is it goes at a faster pace, and they can improve operational maturity, which which means improving processes, people skills, and uh, deploying systems. So. So, 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 so in that sense, right? What what becomes very critical is, you know, a, you know, become proactive. And when we, to your question, when we talk to customers, right, that haven't, uh, uh, you know, de deployed technology like ours, they all confirm that they're in proactive and firefighting mode. And you know, we just did the survey at our last user conference where we have clear evidence that once you implement, you know, prognosis or it could be, you know, a similar solution, you can increase your, your operational uh, maturity from reactive to proactive and then, you know, further to automate and eventually business aligned. So we have proof that customers today are mainly reactive and, you know, with the implementation of a technology that simplifies that complexity empowers IT operations staff to be more efficient, to faster triaging, you know, they become proactive, automated, and business aligned. That's really fascinating. Well, Andre, thank you so much for, for coming onto the podcast. It certainly made uh, me think a little bit more about that. So it was, a, it was a real pleasure having you on. Yeah, no, great then. Hey, that was good. Huge thanks to Andre and to IR for coming onto the podcast to explain more to me about system efficiency and optimization. It would be really interesting to know how many underperforming systems there are out there and how much organizations could be benefiting if they improved those. That's it for today's episode, though. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast series and leave a review for us if you have the time. Anyway, thanks for listening. <laughs>